This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Good evening. Hiva ilta. Buonasera. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, but I realize circumstances may prevent that from being the case right now. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here, found on Vancouver's grieving community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, where our frequency races over with our friends at CFUV, and they represent the University of Victoria. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and into space for as long as this planet continues to put out noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down deep into the underground from where we come from and from where our all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in on channel 7023 on your Western Canadian televisions. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else, the internet takes you. Find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Hit Movies show page contains track listings and downloads of past episodes, along with links to subscribe to the podcast, which you can do via iTunes. You can also find the podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher, in case you can't listen live on the radio or the shoutcast stream. My name is Gak, and I'll be your designated mourner for the next two hours. So find a place to sit wear your finest black you should have received your complimentary newly regulatory black armband for this episode in the mail conjunction with this broadcast if not dig up the sharpies from your supply drawer and get to work on your sleeve please note that this is a pre-recorded show made in the home office of exploding headquarters so do not call in as citr remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic but you can email anytime with questions comments suggestions feedback and other submissions regarding to the show, the world of music, film, TV, video games, and whatever can accompany a visual media. RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. And ideally, if you do send me something to play, give me the file itself. Exploding Hemus is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100 Air, and on Instagram, I am Myopic Man. Well... The somber tone of my voice indicates that a great loss has happened, and if you didn't hear the news last Monday, the composer Ennio Morricone has passed away. I found out when I was on the road in the Okanagan, and with the lead time to have pre-recorded episodes on air during this pandemic, there's no way I could have reacted in time even if I was at home to prepare anything for you. So perhaps the all-ambient episode from last week acted as a salve. I had been worried that the way that COVID-19 has been spreading in Italy, at least earlier this year, would leave Morricone prone, but that's not what ended his life. Of course, we're mindful that we are sad in many other ways based on how COVID-19 has been. We're in phase three here in British Columbia, but the numbers are starting to tick upwards. We're seeing outbreaks in certain communities. We're definitely watching what's happening in the States with a bit of fear as they're setting new records. We're watching places like South Africa, India, Brazil, other parts of Central America, other parts of Southern America, Africa, Asia, 
it is rampant. It doesn't seem to be a way, or there doesn't seem to be something that we can correct quite easily here. So the important thing about what we need to do about washing our hands and wearing masks and keeping our distance with folks is that any lapse in that may undo weeks, if not months, of effort. Anyways, we have profiled Ennio Morricone extensively in the past year on Exploding Head Movies, including a little bit last month when we talked about Al Capone and the film The Untouchables. So later on in the show, we're going to resurrect parts of a past profile based on the one time I did get to see Il Maestro conduct live. And I had hoped to dig up that segment for quite some time after the CITR podcast server ran out of space back in September 2017, which mangled the last half of episode 378. So, I have reason to bring it back along with some of the songs that also got chopped up from that episode. So, I'll bring up other parts of that half-lost episode in the future. I'll still also consider digging up some super old episodes from the past to reshare some more Morricone's music and perhaps maybe adding an extra 30 minutes to our old 90-minute format. So along with some famous film cues of his, I'm going to explore some of his non-film work, since he was quite proud of that. And I'll leave mostly with his time with the Gruppo di Improvisazione Nuova con Sanzaza. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Um, but we'll also feature some of the other songs that he wrote and some odd little covers. We started the show with a song that we played back when it came out in 2015. That's Vancouver's own Humans off the Noontide album. We heard Ennio. We profiled Humans back in Exploding Head Movies episode 423 back in September 2018. When one half of the act, Peter Rick, made his full-length feature film debut with Dead Shack. And we heard some of their music from the soundtrack. It's been pretty quiet from Humans since, uh, from what I can tell on the music front, it's been pretty chill. Though I know animation is also part of their pedigree, and that always takes time. And in the background, this is Cheryl Duval performing Anna Hustman's piece, Yellowbird, and it can be found on the 2020 album, Harbor. Duval is a Toronto-based pianist who has a working relationship with Victoria's own Anna Hustman, and there's a certain freedom creatively to write the music that someone else will play, and it feels like something I'd like to do since I love the ability to make something but not have to repeat it all the time. Yellowbird was written in 2019, and the Harbor album features pieces written over the past 10 years. But before we get to Morricone, let's start a little folky here. Mountain Man is a Vermont trio of singers, and back in 2018, they did a cover session with the Aquarium Drunkard radio show, which you might know as a music blog. This Neil Young cover is quite the gem, and Young as of late has been going deep into his archive, and he finally released his lost 1970s album, Homegrown, which I should share something off of soon. Anyways, here's Mountain Man with Through My Sails, and we'll follow up with some more Mountain Mayhem. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. Grab your horse, and let's ride. Still glaring from the city lights Into paradise I soared Unable to come down For reasons I'd ignored Total confusion Disillusion I'm no moon. I 
Wax Machine with Misty Mountain. You can find that off this year's debut album, Earth Song of Silence. Wax Machine is a Brighton band of the UK with Brazilian and Italian ties via leader Lau Ro on the guitar and vocals. He's joined by members of acts like Rokuro Kubi, Hill, Strange Cages, and Woody Green. And their sound is described as, quote, spiritual jazz, Crouch Rock, Tropicalia, and library music. End quote. You can just feel the psychedelia all over that. They have two other EPs to their name, and everything sounds like it came fresh out of 1968. Behind me, this is Ramsey. Off of 2016's Phobiza Dia, Volume 1, this is Birds Attack. And there's a Z in the spelling there. Ramsey's the alias of Phoebe Guillermo. And the latest from the Montreal are now based in Berlin is the 2020 digital album, Kokon. When the Ennio Morricone concert episode came out in 2017, Birds Attack and these next two songs were timed to coincide with things that used to happen pre-pandemic. That's live concerts and award shows that had sudden news outbreaks that we reacted to. So, if you're a regular listener to the show, forgive me if these sound familiar to you. But uh, it's only the radio listeners back then, so for a little repetition on that side, since the podcast folks were shut out. So, you get to finally hear these songs that aren't distorted beyond belief. So the New Pornographers, a great Vancouver supergroup that, as news goes since I last played them, they now include the violinist Simi Stone from the band Suffragette on board, and she had been touring with them since 2015, but she became official last year for their latest album, In the Moore's Code of Brake Lights. Feels like I'm behind on planning much from them as of late, but regular listeners to the show will be far aware of the backlog of desired songs I want to share with you. Going back to 2017 and whiteout conditions, so this is before Simi Stone. She was touring with them, though, but you can't hear her on the record here. These are the new pornographers, Darling Shade.
Lido Pimienta. Back when she won a Polaris Prize for her 2016 album La Papessa, we heard La Capricidad. Pimienta's latest album is this year's Miss Columbia album, which I realize I need to listen to properly, as the former Colombian, now based in Ontario, comes up with an idea of a fake pageant for what could have been tied to her home country. A lot of the Exploding Head Movies playlists for 2020 have seemed to be thematic based on the state of the world and not necessarily current. So I kind of need to fix that, but my spirit to commemorate those who left us often leaves the drive to discover somewhat muted. As for the Players Prize, the short list of nominees is set for release this Wednesday, July 15th. And as part of COVID-19, there is no gala this year. So there'll be a virtual cinematic tribute online on October 19th with the winner announced afterwards. In the background, we have new Animal Collective here, and this is Piggy Nose off their new EP, Bridge to Quiet. This features 2019 and 2020 improvisations that were remixed, collaged, and then built into songs. And recently, Animal Collective uploaded their discography to Bandcamp, which allowed them to correct the course on three earlier releases to account for some poorly thought release decisions that they've apologized for. So this includes the 2006 EP, People, which now has its racist Mammy artwork removed, and future royalties going to the Equal Justice Initiative, a nonprofit providing legal assistance to wrongly accused and convicted prisoners. Then there's their 2003 album, Here Comes the Indian, which has been renamed to ARC, as to not objectify indigenous people with partial royalties going to seeding sovereignty, an indigenous rights and environmental justice charity. And then their 2017 EP, Meeting of the Waters, which samples the Tatuyo tribe in Brazil, will now include partial proceeds to Cultural Survival, an indigenous rights charity. So this is in conjunction with the original Institute for the Conservation and Sustainable Development of the Amazon donations back when Meeting of the Waters came out as part of Record Store Day. Up next, Meg Baird and Mary Lattimore. Longtime friends, both formerly from Philadelphia, but they call California home. Baird, best known for acts like Espers and Heron Oblivion, joins Harpist Lattimore here at long last on their first collaboration. This is 2018's Ghost Forest. So here's Meg Baird and Mary Lattimore with In Cedars. You are listening to Exploding Head Movies.
and I push to get ahead. I know I gotta make my daily bread. I know I don't have time to lose. I wonder if I really have time to choose. I barely have time to shed a tear. I hardly have time to shake the fear. And the body says, remember, you gotta breathe. The body says, take the time to grieve. The mind says, let the silence flow. The mind says, allow yourself to grow. The spirit says, cast your eyes above. The spirit says, fill your heart with love. The heart says, seek the light within. The heart says, let the dance begin. And my mother says, enjoy your life. My mother says to me, enjoy. says to me Beverly Glenn Copeland, off the 2019 album Primal Prayer, which was originally released in the 90s under the alias of Phoenix, we heard La Vida. Copeland recently had a fundraiser to assist with housing plans that were thwarted due to a canceled tour, not having a place to live with their partner. And over $90,000 was uh, fundraised for that, so some stabilization of their housing situation is now at play. In recent news, Copeland has a career-spanning compilation called Transmissions due in September, which will include La Vida, and it features a new song called River Dreams, a lovely new song that I'll dig up for an upcoming episode, most likely once Transmissions comes out. And behind me, this is Kada, along with Mike Patton, and off their second album together, 2016's Bacteria Cult, this is Black Albino. Kada is a Norwegian singer-songwriter, along with being a film scorer, the latest album of his own music is 2018's Closing Statements. The latest score is the 2019 documentary Cold Case Hammershold. As for Patton, he's a legendary man working in bands like Mr. Bungle, Faith No More, amongst dozens of others tied to his Ipecac label, which released a certain compilation tied to Ennio Morricone that we'll hear from soon enough. Patton's recent work includes the score to the film 1922 that came out in the year 2018. The Southern California hardcore supergroup Dead Cross, and a new Mr. Bungle song that features one of the members of Slayer. Otherwise, there's been separate collaborations over the recent years with French composer Jean-Claude Vanier and the Australian Anthony Pateras. Next up, the Heliocentrics, a London-UK act with the brilliant drummer Malcolm Caddo, whom I saw open for DJ Shadow almost 20 years ago. 
bassist Jake Ferguson, guitarist Adrian Owusu, and multi-instrumentalist Jack Iglesias. There's some similar overlap here in sound with what we heard with Wax Machine earlier, though the rhythm section here is quite on point. From 2020's Infinity of Now, here are the heliocentrics with Burning Wood Ship.
Pyoko off this year's Through Love album. We heard Flat Dog. Pyoko, or a Seoul, South Korean indie act headed up by Oh Hyuk. Sounds very different than the K-pop sound that's been a force of nature over the past 10 years. Pyoko formed in 2014, and they were inspired by the Beatles and the Whitest Boy Alive, and their 2020 tour plans were halted due to, guess what, COVID-19. And in the background, this is Lawrence Arabia, off of 2012's album The Sparrow. This is the very Morricone-esque Legends. Lawrence Arabia is the alias in New Zealand's James Milne. He's played with acts like the Brunettes, and he's toured with Ockerville River. And the latest album is 2019's Singles Club, comprised of a song-per-month project that began throughout 2018. We'll get into some Ennio Morricone momentarily, but let's talk about some of the sound checks that are available for physical purchase, digital download, or streaming this week. COVID-19 continues to wreak havoc on film releases as some major titles continue to have their release dates pushed back. And just to show the impact of how things are going, with theaters recently opening up again in parts of the world, including here in BC, last week, the number one film at the box office was the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Other old films like Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park, and Jaws were also re-released, and there's been some other recent films like Black Panther and Inside Out that have been screening. But uh, the revenue numbers from the box office were talking under a million dollars in revenue. And the partial drive-ins are at least driving some of the business, but some of the upcoming bigger films to recoup their costs need everyone to be able to go out and watch it in the theaters. I can't really go to video on demand. As new releases go, Bear McCrary, along with various artists, provide the soundtrack to Animal Crackers, and that's coming out through Sony Masterworks. By Stephen Price does the music to Archive, and that's coming out through Milan Records. If you caught the Breaking Bad movie El Camino, there's a single featuring the songs by David Porter called Underpass and Frozen Money, that's coming out through Sony Classical. Otherwise, Philip Ekstrom provides the score to Endings, Beginnings, and that's out this week. Jason Suda provides the music to Followed. Blake Neely provides the score to the Tom Hanks Apple Plus film Greyhound. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Kensuke Ushio provides the score to the anime Japan Sinks 2020. That's out through Milan Records. Joe Wong provides the music to the Midnight Gospel. That's out through BMG and also coming out this week. Mikel Hess's score to Suicide Tourist. On the re-release front... The Big Woo edition of Georges Delarue's score from the 1990 comedy Joe vs. the Volcano. That's coming out of the Vanessa Sarah Band. Otherwise, Hans Zimmer's original score to Mission Impossible 2 is out this week through Hollywood Records. Otherwise, we have a, we have a bunch of compilations here tied to legendary Italian films, both in limited edition of 300 units and both coming out through Music Box Records. So it's Nicola Piovani's scores from Dolce Far Niente, La Ambizione Sbagliate, and Gliocci La Bocca. Otherwise, Raymond Alessandrini's music from Le Colon du Ciel et Felicien Greveche, which actually sounds more French as I speak through my mind right now. So both of those are out this week. We'll get operatic here with a famous cue from the 1980 film Raging Bull, directed by Martin Scorsese and starring Robert De Niro before we get to Morricone properly here. And this song is in honor of the boxer Giacobbe Lamada, otherwise known as Jake Lamada. And uh, when we originally played this as part of episode 378, this was tied to his recent death. 
This Pietro Mascagni piece is performed by the Canadian Opera Company, and it's easily found on Opera Fair 3, a 2001 compilation through EMI. So, from Cavalleria Rusticana, this is Pietro Mascagni's Intermezzo.
is currently no vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. You can protect yourself and help prevent spreading the virus to others if you Wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Cover your nose and mouth with a disposable tissue or flexed elbow when you cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact, one meter or three feet, with people who are unwell. Stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if you feel unwell. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. Monitor yourself for common symptoms of COVID-19, like a fever, cough, or shortness of breath. Call a health professional if you're experiencing these symptoms. I am a serious rhythm machine. Now try pleasure. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Edda Del Orso, along with Ennio Morricone, with an alternate version of the main theme for the 1972 film La Due Stagione della Vita, known in English as The Two Seasons of Life. Del Orso is a famous soprano singer who worked with Morricone throughout the decades, providing famous wordless vocals for plenty of the spaghetti westerns that you associate with Morricone. Del Orso last worked with Il Maestro back on the 2013 score to The Best Offer known elsewhere as La Migliore Offerta, or Deception. And behind me, from the 1986 film The Mission, this is the cellist Yo-Yo Ma with The Falls. And you can find this on the 2004 album Yo-Yo Ma Plays Ennio Morricone. 
We profiled the 1986 score back in the year 2014 on Exploding Head Movies episode 218 and all its oboe and South American percussive glory. So yeah, for the rest of the show here, we pay tribute to Ennio Morricone. A Roman composer born in 1928, and he started writing music when he was six years old. His dad played the trumpet, so that's what Ennio first learned to play amongst other instruments. So he studied that instrument along with composition and choral music at the National Academy of St. Cecilia back in the 1940s. He wrote his first leader for vocal and piano in 1946. He also worked in the theater and then radio dramas, which allowed him to gain attention from the Italian film industry. And he did his first film score under his own name in 1961 for the film Il Federale, directed by Luciano Salce, with whom he worked with extensively. Prior to that, though, Morricone ghostwrote for films in the 1950s for uh, composers known as Armando Trovaglioli, Alessandro Sicugnini, and Carlo Savina. And he worked under the aliases of Dan Savio and Leo Nichols. Very anglicized names there. Morricone always composed at home on paper and then brought it into the musicians. And he was often inspired by irregular sounds and unique instruments, but always anchoring everything to an innocent melody. Sometimes he was inspired by ladders being extended up and uh, sirens being played in the street. So now it's time for a story I can tell about my experience in catching Ennio Morricone. And the next few sets will feature some of the music I did see him conduct live. Originally, in 2014, I flew down to Los Angeles twice to see him, but he had suffered a back injury that postponed a March show. So I went back in June to try to do the rescheduled date, and it was postponed as well, too. So didn't pan out. But in 2017, I had a visit to Finland to check on family after some surgery. So on the way back from Finland, I did a 15-hour layover in Dublin to watch him perform live as part of his 60th anniversary slash final tour. My flight from Helsinki to Stockholm was next to a microdosing green engineer out of California who kept talking nonstop, which didn't really put me in the right mood for it. And then a two-hour layover at Stockholm turned into four which I had a little bit of panic there for me, but thankfully the plane arrived. I managed to land in Dublin two hours before the show at the airport. My Irish cabbie told me the four pubs in Dublin that poured a proper pint of Guinness with the quality of line, the temperature in place, the pressurization. Once I finally got to the hotel and quickly changed, I sorted out how to get to Three Arena near a new part of Dublin town. And thankfully many kind souls pulled, told me which tram to take. So I got there in the nick of time. For the concert. So, as mentioned before, these next two sets feature music performed on that night, and we'll start with this famous theme from the 1988 film Cinema Paradiso. A story about a boy who grows up in a Sicilian town's movie theater and how it influences his life and art. And it may get weepy here. Is Ennio Morricone with Nuova Cinema Paradiso.
Kimai, which translates from Italian as whoever. That's a composition by Ennio Morricone written in 1971. It was used in the films Maddalena and the 1981 film La Professionnelle, as well as in the television series An Englishman's Castle and The Life of Times of David Lloyd George. The French know that tune as part of a pet food commercial jingle, and it was famous enough to the point it appeared in the Asterix and Obelix film Mission Cleopatra during a scene where Dogmatics is chasing a legionnaire. And Kimai is also the name of a fan club website devoted to Ennio Morricone. In the background, this is the theme from the 2008 film Baria, the subject of my first proper in quotes profile on Ennio Morricone, and that's Exploding Him Movies episode 59 from March 2011. Baria was directed by Giuseppe Tornatore, who also directed Cinema Paradiso. And it was Morricone's work on Baria that preempted him from scoring Quentin Tarantino's film Inglorious Bastards. So various older cues from previous Morricone films appeared in Inglorious Bastards. And we'll actually hear one of those at the end of the show. As we do know, Morricone and Tarantino did end up working together, as we'll hear shortly. So... These pieces were played as part of Ennio Morricone's concert in Dublin back in September 2017, and it was done at the Three Arena. So, when I finally got to my seat, it was one of the few solo seats left available, and I sat next to a woman who thought she had an empty seat by chance, and in some ways, what she had bought. Upon conversation during the intermission, I found out the last time that Morricone played in Dublin, which is 2013, her husband was still alive, so... I ended up taking a dead man's seat, as it were. Morricone had an over 100-piece orchestra available to him at Three Arena, and three choirs were combined together. As Morricone sat at the podium, not standing anymore based on his back, and he conducted this white-hot Ferrari of an ensemble to an enwrapped audience. So, let's get one spaghetti western theme here so far. And this ties to the 1969 film Once Upon a Time in the West, known in Italian as Terra Una Volta il Vest, which would profile in Exploding Head Movies episode 473 from September last year. This song, well, the theme at least appeared throughout that profile, but here we have it in isolation, is Ennio Morricone from Once Upon a Time in the West, L'Uomo dell'Armonica, The Man with the Harmonica.
from his score to the 1969 film Metti Una Sera a Cena, known as either One Night at Dinner or Love Circle. We heard Ennio Morricone with Croce d'Amore, and behind me, this is the main theme. The overall concert experience that I had when I saw Ennio Morricone in Dublin in 2017 was stupendous with the music first and foremost. Il Maestro gave no speeches, but he soaked up the love from one of the cities that claimed him as their own, based on the turnout that he always had, with four concerts in four years. Once the show was over and I picked up some merchandise, I then headed back to downtown Dublin to hit up two of the pubs that pour the best Guinness as per the cabbie's suggestion, both right outside of the tourist temple bar area. Found some fast food to scarf down, then slept five hours at the hotel before scrambling to the airport, inhaling a proper Irish brickie at the airport, then catching an early flight to St. John's, Newfoundland, finally allowing me to step foot on my tenth and final province, though I need to give some proper love to Saskatchewan and New Brunswick because they got some token footsteps on it. After St. John's, I had a hot flight to a hotter Toronto before coming to Vancouver and then passing out for a night before coming up with what sounded like an exhausted host for that mangled podcast episode 378. The heart-stopping moment of the Ennio Morricone concert is this piece, which appeared at the end of Act 1 and closed out the encore. This famous piece, amongst other cues from the 1966 epic The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, which I've held off on profiling for ages because it felt obvious, but I have to reconsider that in the near future. As I dive into the Dollars trilogy that put Sergio Leone, Clint Eastwood, and Ennio Morcone on the map, fits in with the idea of found sounds. But we have played this cue in past fun drives based on its themes. This is a song that the Ramones would end concerts with, and Metallica would start shows with. That band actually covered it in tribute to him. So from Il Buono, Il Brutto, A Cattive, Zenio Morricone, with L'Estasi, Deloro, The Ecstasy of Gold, highlighting a captivating scene with no dialogue, detailing a frantic search for a grave in a cemetery. The late great Ennio Morricone.
In the background, this is Ennio Morricone, along with the Solisti Orchestra de Cinema Italiano, with a bossa nova piece called Imagini del Tempo, from the 1969 comedy Lullaby. Not lullaby, but l'alibi, just to be clear. And we just heard Il Gruppo di Improvisazione Nuova Corsonaza with Fole Fole. Found on the soundtrack to the 1971 film Gli Occhi Freddi della Paura, which translates to English as The Cold Eyes of Fear. It only received a complete re release in 2000 after only going to market earlier with a few cues from the film. And the soundtrack to The Cold Eyes of Fear have been re released a few times since, including a gorgeous record store day vinyl a few years back. You can also find Folle Folle on the 2005 compilation Crime and Dissonance double album of Morricone's rarer and weirder film music that was released by Mike Patton's Ipecac label. Il Gruppo di Improvisazione Nuove Consonaza is a legendary improvisation group that included Ennio Morricone on trumpet, flute, and other instruments. Known in English as the group of improvised new consonants, shortened as Il Gruppo, which I might stick with because I cannot say the Italian word of improvisation, it was formed in 1964 by the composer Franco Evangelisti, drawing on jazz, serialism, music concrete, and other avant-garde techniques to explore anti-musical approaches to songwriting. So there's no charts, no preconceived phrases or pieces, and active listening as the players will not repeat what they've done, but they're trying to figure out what everyone else is up to. 
you're curious, outside of film, Morricone wrote 15 piano concertos, 30 symphonic pieces, one opera, one mass, and countless choral work, although a lot of this is not found on records. If you're curious, Morricone's non-film works uses technique of microcells, which is a pseudo-serial approach often incorporating modal and tonal illusions, which, with his extreme reduction of compositional materials, has much in common with his film music techniques. So the basic gist of it, since it's very, like, cerebral talk there, is he uses a lot of phrases and themes that slowly adjust based on the meaning of what's going on. And Morricone's most recent composition, Not for Film, was 2020's Per i Quaranta Anni. So, here are two more Gruppo di Improvisione Nuova Consonanza pieces, starting off with a short song off the 1970 album, The Feedback. And this album is one of the most coveted collector's albums. It's been sampled extensively by DJs, so actual copies of the vinyl cost over $1,000 American. So naturally, I have a digital copy. Here's Il Gruppo with Quasar.
two pieces by Il Gruppo, the Improvisazione Nuova Consonaza, featuring Ennio Marconi on trumpet, flute, and other instruments. We started off with Quasar, and off the 1975 album Nuova Consonaza, we heard Soup. As the 70s progressed, Il Gruppo's jazzy neoclassical play space incorporated more guitar feedback and funk to boost the noise and percussive elements, and the band slowly disbanded in 1980 when founder Franco Evangelisti died and one performer broke the rules and played a prepared segment. Morricone's career was ramping up again as he went more Hollywood after the 1970s, so he had another calling away from his absolute music, though he never left Italy for his music. He just wrote on paper at home, brought it to the recording studio to arrange, conduct, and orchestrate whole skills that a lot of film scorers do not do. Behind me from his sole categorical Oscar-winning score, 2015's The Hateful Eight, Zanio Morricone, with L'Ultima Diligenza, The Red Rock. We profiled this extensively when the film first came out and when it did win its Oscar in 2016. And prior to working on Tarantino's Winter Western, Morricone, despite having over 500 credits to his name, had only been nominated for an Oscar five times before. And those were films like Days of Heaven, The Mission, The Untouchables, which we profiled last month on Exploding Henry's 509, Bugsy, and Milena. Morricone did win an honorary Oscar in 2007 for his career. And one thing I'll point out is that Morricone was robbed of a 1984 nomination for his music from Sergio Leone's final film, Once Upon a Time in America. The American distributors had edited down Leone's film with such a weird butchered job that they actually chopped off Morricone's credit in the film titles, which made it ineligible for an Academy Award. Every other country had the full film with Morricone's name up front, but the American version did it, and that's what counted, apparently. We did profile Morricone's score to Once Upon a Time in America in a wild Vancouver International Film Festival series tied to scores. So if you look up Exploding Head Movies 26 back in July 2010, you may hear me interview one of the people running the festival. Amongst all his film and classical pieces, Morricone also wrote some pop songs. And this includes for acts like Nora Orlandi, Jimmy Fontana, Rita Pavoni, Paul Anka, Francoise Hardy, and Demi Roussos. And this song that he wrote for the Italian pop star Mina was featured in a Sunday morning Italian TV show, and it's become quite popular, reaching some melodic trumpet lines, Hal Blaine-style drumming, some strings, a 60s Europop female choir, and some intensive subsonic-sounding trombones for various levels of tense tonality, partly inspired by a Milanese police siren. It's been covered by acts like Francoise Hardy again, and then Neil Hannon of the Divine Comedy. From her album, Studio Uno 66, which I should probably say in Italian, and as I think about it right now off the top of my head, because all these Italian lessons are obviously paying off, Studio Uno 66. Here's Mina, with something that translates from Italian as when phoning, this is Se Telefonando. Spalancata su un 
Katie Lang, from the soundtrack to the 1996 film Twister, though originally from a film in 1994 that gives name to the song we heard, Love Affair, written by Ennio Morricone. Morricone also wrote for acts like Zucchera, the Pet Shop Boys, and we'll save that song for Pride Week in a couple weeks, Andrew Rapacelli, and Sting. And behind me, this is John Zorn from his 1986 tribute album to Morricone called The Big Gun Down, which was re-released and expanded in 2000. This is his take on Gio La Testa from the 1971 Sergio Leone film Duck You Sucker, known in some regions as A Fistful of Dynamite, or Once Upon a Time, The Revolution. John Zorn gave a touching eulogy to the New York Times in honor of the life of Ennio Morricone, 
who suffered a broken femur over two weeks ago, and he spent the last 10 days of his life in a Roman hospital trying to recover from that. And he died July 6th this year at the age of 91. He left a dictated note that stating that he, Ennio Morricone, was dead. He's greeted his immediate family and bade forgiveness to not naming everyone that he wanted to. He also apologized to his wife of over 60 years that he could not continue their love. He also indicated that he was going to have a private burial as to not disturb anyone. And of course, the Italian cemetery situation as part of COVID-19 was pretty dire. But a lot of people were in mourning. The Italians, film lovers, music lovers, it's all been rough. And I'll try to sort out some more tributes in the coming weeks. Perhaps sprinkling the odd tune from the hundreds of albums of his that I have. Maybe we'll call them Morricone Minutes. We'll do some additional profiles later on, because as noted, I do want to get into the Dollars Trilogy properly to get the twang that we associate with Spaghetti Westerns. But, as I also said, I might dig up some older Exploding Head Movies episode or even going back to Radio Free Gak days back when they were 90 minutes long, and I can add a fresh new 30 minutes. Still a loss here, but I'll muddle through somehow with you. That's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9, an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will guide you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You can see track listings and downloads for past episodes, including this one, along with a few places to subscribe to the Exploding Head Movies podcast, which is available through iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, Geostaven, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Exploding Hemis is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, and on Instagram, I am Myopic Man, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next week, well, maybe we'll get back on track with tributes to music from the films of the director Joel Shoemaker, who passed away recently. Then in two weeks, it's going to be Pride Week here in Vancouver, and there's a new Owen Pallet soundtrack, so I'll dig up some appropriate queer music to share with you. Then soon it'll be August, and wow, we still have to do a Lord of the Rings profile based on the recent life of actor Ian Holm. Still want to talk about uncut gems, with summer hopefully becoming warm and hot. We can do some surf music. There's a Japanese city pop profile we're looking at. I've been talking about Dewey Cox, walk hard for quite some time. My plans are all out of orbit. We'll close with one last Ennio Morricone piece, a cover, which uh, unfortunately includes me playing the trumpet pretty badly here. For context, back in 2018, the South Hill Soiree held its second concert here in Vancouver, featuring many local classical students and musicians in various combinations, and then this guy here. The closing piece, there were a few people on piano, violin, cello, trumpet, and tambourine. And this song originally appeared on the 1974 film Allons Sans Fan, which also featured Alessandro Alessandroni's Incantori Moderni. In English, it's known as Death and Angst. It was used in the closing credits of Quentin Tarantino's 2009 film Inglorious Bastards. In Italian, it's known as Rabia e Tarantella. You have been listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR. Remember to stay calm, be kind, remain safe during this pandemic and let's try to contain COVID-19 thank you grazie